0: And we're live. Welcome back. Always good to be back. I feel like uh, this is starting to get a lot of fun. It is. It is. (laughs) It is. So I want to start. Well, first, I got to kill like 15 seconds because in order to, for monetization on YouTube, Mm -hmm. if you say a curse word or get anything too crazy, Uh then the advertisers get mad. I see. So we need to kill a few seconds. (laughs) All right. Because... I think we're at 15 seconds now. We should be very welcoming. Welcome, everybody, to the Matt Kim Podcast, ATL Pods. I saw you changed it up a little bit here. so I, I did. Um, I noticed that a lot of people were taking our clips, but there's no way to drive people back. Uh, so I was like, I need to put this uh, up so that when people clip us, there's a way for people to find us This is actually back. a stronger brand because
1: it's your brand. Correct. It's not the ATL Pod. It's not some ephemeral or
0: periphery brand. It's your brand. Yep. Because ATL Pod really is the studio. Mm-hmm. And Madkin Podcast is what we're watching, listening to, or doing right now. Perfect. A couple of things before we start. I kind of wanted to throw it out there that we do have a Discord that we set up that we've been having a lot of fun in. People have been joining. Mm-hmm. So link is in the description. Definitely go check that out. Secondly, if you're here to pull some clips from us, because a lot of people do... <laughs> We know you guys exist. No problem. We enjoy it. I think it's fantastic, but we're a small channel. So if you can shout us out or leave a mark of how to get back to us, I would appreciate that greatly. I think in a lot of ways, it just helps us know who's watching and, and who's like clipping us. You know, I mean, I saw us on Andrew Tate's Twitter, which was crazy. <laughs> I don't know who manages that for him. Is he, he can't be managing that. No, Canada. no. I I believe it's his cousin. Okay. Um, but we were on his actual Twitter page, which was crazy. That's I, pretty cool. When people said they saw us on Twitter, I thought it was like someone else's account. Mm. I had no clue that we were actually on Top G's account. It's really cool. <laughs> which I mean, is just my it, mind it, it just
1: shows that they're they're watching, they're listening. They're 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 reading the tea leaves, right? If his if his cousin is running it, then they're he's trying to ensure
0: that Andrew Tate's still relevant. Correct. And he, they tweet a lot. Oh, do they? I wouldn't know. Yeah. He tweets maybe five, six, seven times a day. So you need to do it. I mean, if we took the Gary Vee's approach, mm-hmm. he would say like 20 plus times a day. And his Twitter is a interesting follow. I think it's worth checking out. So now that we've killed our time and we can officially start, I heard this crazy, crazy conspiracy theory. Oh, you jumping into that early? This I mean, morning? it's is that how it is. This is the craziest conspiracy theory I think we've had in years. Well, now you have my interest. <laughs> it's all over CNN, all over the Wall Street Journal. Really? Everywhere. The conspiracy theory now is that the Wuhan coronavirus came from the Wuhan coronavirus laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> This is mind-blowing to me. I thought that this was impossible. Wait, it can't can't actually be a conspiracy theory anymore, can it? I mean, I was told and I believed that it came from the girl who ate the bat. Wait, can we find the picture? Will, can you find the picture of the girl that ate the bat? There was a girl who ate a bat? I thought that was, uh, what's his face? The the death rocker back in the day. So, So there was... I remember when coronavirus first came out and they were showing the girl of this girl eating a bat. And they were like, this is how uh, coronavirus started. So I've never, I don't think I've ever seen this.
1: This is like the two girls, one cup, like shit can't be unseen.
0: (laughs) Oh, she's really eating a bat. Yeah, And this was supposed to be the origin of coronavirus because Chinese girls were eating bats. Are you serious? This is what they told us, that it came from bats and the wet market and this. And I feel bad for this girl, number one, because first, I feel like she has a defamation suit on her hands. Oh, for sure. She can sue everyone in the world because <laughs> <laughs> right? they called her agent zero. <laughs> really? I mean, look at this. She's but, eating a bat. But did she go viral, though? That's the important part. Yes. Did she? This picture and the pictures of girls or whoever it was wearing a, eating a bat was everywhere. So in the beginning, she has to be taking advantage
1: of this because I see all these people live streaming and stuff. So she has to be out in some Chinese mall live streaming with like
0: the top, <laughs> top number of viewers because Who they, knows? they love her. Who knows? Because I was told this is why coronavirus started. I, if, if I can harken back to the
1: earliest days of, I guess, 2019, 2020, I guess it's really 2020, I, I was – I was told or I feel like the first time that I learned about the virus was it was from the wet markets. It was from the Mm -hmm. the fish markets or the
0: animal markets or something like this. Correct. Which is right next door to the Wuhan coronavirus (laughs) laboratory. But that's not where it's from because that's just conspiracy theory. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. Crazy talk. So is it is it?
1: Is now that CNN, which is a CIA, you know, go mockingbird, uh, you know, operation of sorts are since they're talking about that the Wuhan, the coronavirus could actually come from the Wuhan lab. Is it no longer a conspiracy?
0: Is that what we're saying? I got a lot of questions about that. Number one is that why now? Why is mainstream media all of a sudden talking about the lab leak? Like, we all knew it was true, right? I mean, kidding aside, we knew that's where it came from. Oh, Everybody right. knew that. Oh, for sure. And they told us for years that was not true. It that is years you, now. That you were racist, if you believe that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Which I find fascinating because the virus, I remember, I remember the virus can be racist, but a Chinese weather balloon can't be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And they asked They asked Trump, why are you being racist? Why oh, are you going right. to say it's the China virus? That's and right. that's where we get the meme, China. China. Right? <laughs> that's where that clip comes from, because it's from China. China. He said that at times, right? And why are they now telling us that that's where it's from? What's the distraction? So,
1: so I wonder what's going on right now in the social apparatus. I wonder what's going on right now in mainstream media that they have to distract us from the realities or what's going on. I guess it's not the train wreck anymore. Mm-hmm. So, what it what are they either just distracting us from? My first thought, Matt, was that we have jumped the shark. There's been too much evidence. There's too many people that are, are kind of realizing the truth. And we've gotten to this hedge. We've gotten to the kind of the edge of sorts of where people that there's finally enough people that have realized that we've kind of been thrown this wool over our eyes. I think that's what it is. I think enough people are
0: finally waking up and being like, dude, there's no way that this could be what they said. I feel like the elite that are in charge are the type where they lie and they double down and triple down and they will never tell you they lied. Mm. So if they're telling you, Hey, maybe we lied. I feel like that's a play rather than an admission of guilt. Mm. Like why would they all of a sudden say, do you know what? We're going to be honest now. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I think that's part, I think that's probably part
1: of the uh, modus operandi of the elites is that they will continue to lie through their teeth all the way to the truth. And because it's so disturbing that they're lying all the time, even if they tell us the truth, we still think they're lying. And so I think that's part of the design is that, they're always having us on this edge of cognitive dissonance of like, is this the truth or is this a lie? We'll never know. So at the end of the day, they're
0: not culpable. Because things, the type of conversation we're having right now was not allowed on the internet two years ago. Mm. Right. It was not allowed last year. All of a sudden it's allowed. You weren't allowed to question the vaccine or the mainstream media narrative for sure. I mean, tech would remove it completely. Mm. Um, And now we're having this conversation, and people are watching it. Meaning, why are they allowing it now? And that's really—I don't know. I don't—I don't understand why. So I—I so
1: I, I wonder because I mean I we could get into other topics here, but one of the 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 hottest trends that is happening right now is the hashtag suddenly died. Mm-hmm. So, and we've touched on this a little bit before. I've actually had friends or friends and friends within my circle that have died mm-hmm. and that have had let's just say the interesting coincidence of being vaccinated and then having injuries post that. And we're seeing a lot of deaths all over the world. We're seeing a lot of these injuries that are happening. And so is this way for them to say, well, it is what it is. It came out, it came out of Wuhan. So just deal with it. It's China's issue or China. It's China's problem. China It's China's problem. Is that what they're trying to do? Is they're trying
0: to offload it? I don't know i mean we have the ukraine war going up and i watched Mm. i started watching this documentary on ukraine russia probably what they are trying to distract us from and they're going russia is teaming up with china Mm. and now maybe they're trying to make china the bad guy because they're aligning with russia Mm. possibly that's
1: the play well remember also what happened just a week ago we saw president biden giving Uh, The Ukraine president Zelensky basically bear hugs Mm -hmm. and and French kissing him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is weird, which is super weird. And then like literally writing him a check, which Mm -hmm. is not how it's done. So clearly that was all just that was
0: all media. That was all narrative. That was all storytelling. And Janet Yellen just came back from Ukraine as well. Or she's in Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. And she went with like $10 billion. Why is she in Ukraine?
1: I just find it fascinating that we are giving a, a different country billions of dollars when we have major issues from infrastructure in America. We have the derailments of all these trains that are happening, we have terrible roads. Like if you live in Georgia, the roads aren't that bad, but if you go out to like other places like Newark New Jersey or LA, like the roads are so terrible. The bridges are in terrible shape. And so I think maybe they're trying to distract us away from this idea that we're literally taking all of our taxpayer money and giving it to another country and distracting us away from this, this really sad fact
0: so we're focusing on the Wuhan virus again. So I ran into this guy. And I sent you a quick clip of him yesterday. <laughs> I saw. And this it was like guy, an hour
1: long, though. Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, shit. This is, I don't know if I have an hour to watch this. Thing. <laughs> his,
0: his name is Guo Gui. He goes by Miles Guac, I think, in the United States. Um, hey, Will, can you just pull up the pictures of him that I pulled aside? Just tell me who this guy has like this resemblance to. When you see him, what do you kind of feel? He's
1: he's like the 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 actor. Um, that's the first thing that I thought. Go scroll up, scroll up one more. That guy. That makes me look like the. That reminds me of the. the Chanyeon fat.
0: Yeah, Chanyeon fat kind of actor. <laughs> he. If you take away the Asianness of him, and you kind of look at the overall profile of who he is, he has like these Andrew Tate vibes. Oh, he's an independent man. He's made his
1: money. He's flying on a private jet here. He's got the got the Maybach Mercedes I yep. see there. He's uh, they scroll down. He's working out. He's he's on his
0: yacht. spiritual. He's yacht. He's got. I see. So let me just quickly break down who this guy is because I just ran into him this weekend mm. and I found him fascinating. I'm curious now. So he was the 74th richest man in all of China, billionaire. Ooh. Okay. So we're talking probably at 74, I did a quick Google search. That would put him in that 5 to $7 billion range. Not a bad place to be. That puts him <laughs> on par with uh, Donald, richer than Donald Trump, uh, richer than Mark Cuban, richer than Oprah. Okay. Just to give you an idea of how much money this guy has. In 2017, he started talking about the CCP, calling them out for their corruption. They arrested his family and he fled to the United States. Mm. He bought this huge penthouse in New York City and he started live streaming from his penthouse. Oh, really? Calling out the Communist Party. Calling them out for their bullshit. Calling them out for their corruption. Mm-hmm. Calling them out for their bad banking practices. All this shit. The, the Chinese agents and Interpol with the FBI came to the United States to try to get him. Mm. And at that time, Donald Trump was like, "We're not sending him back." Do we not have an extradition treaty with China? I don't know. Mm. I just know he was able to survive here. Okay. And uh, that was 2017, and all of a sudden, they called him. You'll never, you'll never guess what they called him. They called him a rapist and a money launderer. You can't make this it so, shit up. It sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like the
1: easiest thing that you could do with the minimal amount of evidence required to uh-huh. make the claim
0: clearly. Isn't it interesting that every time someone calls out the government mm. and they start going big and viral on the internet, that the first thing they do is they call you a rapist. So this should, this should probably be
1: your opportunity, Matt, to look straight into the camera over there and say, <laughs> I'm not a rapist. I don't have suicidal thoughts, right? I don't want to be Clinton. I did not (laughs) kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't kill myself here. That is – like if we go through – remember the Brett Kavanaugh thing? Mm -hmm. Like believe all women type of bullshit that we had to go through and that we're probably going to go through many more times with with other VIPs and heads of state and these types of things. Like one of the easiest ways to derail someone's momentum is just call out – You've been laundering money Mm -hmm. and you've been Mm flandering or you've been messing around with women. Yep. Right. The two easiest things to claim with the least amount of evidence necessary to make the
0: claim. Correct. So let me tell you some of the crazy things he said in Mm -hmm. 2017. 2017, he said that the CCP would release a chemical biological weapon Mm. called Pandora's box. Remember that word? He said they're going to release Pandora's box. In 2019, a Chinese military official, high-ranking Chinese military official, said something about uh, the Chinese trade war with the U.S. and said something about Pandora's box. Mm. Did you know that in Wuhan P4 lab, on the entrance of the Wuhan P4 lab, the Wuhan coronavirus laboratory, it literally says, the moment you enter this door, you've walked into pandora's box come on bro
1: you can't make this shit up <laughs> so so this is this is why people this is why people are no longer believing the mainstream narrative the, the seconds that it comes out of the talking heads mouths because the amount of conspiracy the conspiracies or let no, no, that's not what I want to say the amount of coincidences mm-hmm are just staggering all the time. And and I, frankly I I knew this was going to happen, Matt. Mm-hmm. With the rise of everybody carrying around these bloody cell phones, with the rise of everybody, you know, behaviorally picking up a cell phone recording stuff before they're actually like willing to help, mm-hmm. which is in some ways we can we can argue whether that's good or bad. It's good that someone's recording the the malfeasance and the things that are happening But there. you need to okay. help. But you should kind of help. So there's <laughs> yeah. kind of a balance there. But like I knew this was gonna happen because the elites cannot hide things anymore when it because everyone has this recording device that allows you to record what's going on and connect the dots. So this guy's calling out that they're released in 2017, they're releasing this bioweapon mm-hmm. called Pandora's Box. Correct. And you go into Wuhan and they have on the walls Pandora. That's crazy. So he also... But but didn't didn't Mission
0: Impossible 2 talk about this back in 1997? I I think there's a lot of people (laughs) that knew this was coming. But he called it out. At the same time, they started coming after him. Mm. Coincidence. He also said um, that... um, He also talked about hydrochloroquine, saying Mm. that that was going to work. He knew that advanced. Um, He talked about the virus and that it would mutate prior to people knowing that it would mutate. In 2020 of December, he said, be careful of the vaccines. The vaccines are stage two of the entire warfare. They know that it's bad. Oh,
1: to, so to unpack that, what does stage two mean? It means that they, they want to infect everybody, and then after they got everybody scared, Correct. that they, they go on to process
0: or step number two which is inject him with this thing correct okay he also said and this i don't know for sure but he said that um the chinese military has the antidote.
1: so that's interesting because i've heard from commentators before that this entire coronavirus the entire mrna uh you know uh gene therapy which is what it really is i don't think it's
0: actually a vaccine we Correct. keep calling it a vaccine but it's actually more like gene therapy It is not an actual vaccine okay. uh, well they've changed oh. the definition of vaccine oh. so it's whatever it's you want it's kind of like how they changed the definition of inflation exactly and exactly
1: and depression yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not we're, you're not dying you just don't have any food and you have no money yeah. but you're not dying <laughs> no trust me so 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 like I have I have to believe that at the end of the day that these guys, this this was a military operation is what I what it was I was what I was getting to is that there have been color commentators have said this has been a military
0: operation from the very beginning. I mean that's what this guy says. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what he believes. And the fact that as soon as he started talking about these things, they sent Interpol after him. Mm-hmm. I also found out that the Interpol agent that was in charge and the head of the Interpol that was in charge of bringing him back to China, after two years of not being able to successfully bring him back, that guy disappeared. <laughs> Didn't do your fucking job, so you're gone. Bro, gone. That's hardcore. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, imagine this guy. Man. 72nd richest man in all of China. So he knows. Of course he He does. knows everybody. Of course he does. He's hung out with Xi. He's like, hung out with all these people. He owned a lot of real estate all these bars he's been drinking with these guys mm-hmm. he knows what they talk about. like
1: let's let's sit on that for just a second so you you're a man of industry you're an entrepreneur matt you've rubbed shoulders with with men and women of industry that are 100x yourself mm-hmm. right and and say, same with me and we're just a bunch of Normal dudes in in Georgia, we're entrepreneurs. We're probably fair a little bit better than the average dude here in in Georgia. We can say that with confidence. But the fact that you and I have rubbed shoulders with men and women who are worth hundreds of millions, you know, half a billion dollars, like for people that are already in that world. They know everybody. They know everybody. And so that's the point I'm trying to make is that I think a lot of people think that, okay, you're a billionaire. What do you know? Actually, far more than you imagine. So. money provides access. Yes. I've rubbed shoulders with men. I'll just say men. I've rubbed shoulders with men who I have realized within 10 minutes of talking with them, like, you're a terrible person. Yes. Like, you are doing really shady shit, and I want nothing to do with Correct. It. You've met men like that, too. And some of them are extremely wealthy. Oh, of course. Yeah, because for them, when you have, let's say, like this guy, billions of dollars, the challenge of building a company and making more money – or investing appropriately and making more money is no more is, is no longer titillating. It's no longer exciting. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, I'm just going to jump jump to the end of the story here. I have found that the the men who have the lowest morals, lowest ethical standards, are in, in generally just terrible human beings, but have tons of money. They have moved to the worst piece of entertainment possible, which is moving humans. Yes, and messing with human lives. And and, and 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 literally changing the shape of nations because they have the influence to do so, which is some scary-ass shit.
0: And sometimes I think that maybe one day I will never have fuck you money. I don't think you want it. I don't think I have the moral compass to get there. What does that mean? Meaning you need to be able to step on people, take advantage of people, oh. lie, cheat your way to get there. That's the only way you can get there. You have to be a bad person. I think maybe because name one good billionaire. Well, let's put it this way: let's let's let's
1: sit on Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Does can we assert that Bill Gates probably, in his heart of hearts, he probably thinks he's doing the right thing? I do. I, I think we can concede this assumption mm-hmm. here that he's he, in, when he wakes up in the morning, he doesn't wake up and go, "Let me see how I can." Kill millions of people today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not his objective. What what he's doing with all of his philanthrop- philanthropy is he's effectively killing lots of people. Mm-hmm. But for him, the outcome is agnostic to his decision making. Mm-hmm. Decision making. He says, "I want to do X. I'm going to make lots of money doing X. Oh, who cares if it displaces half a million people? You know, big deal. Whoopee. You know, I made a lot of money doing X. And so I think I think. If we look at the outcome and the out out cost of what these billionaires do, I think in many ways we can categorize
0: them as evil. I think they see humanity not as individuals and as people, but they see humanity as a statistic and over. I mean, they look maybe too big picture. They look at people in, in terms of numbers. Correct.
1: Right. It's just we we all got dollars on our heads. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know, these, these people are worth this much money if I move them or displace them or inject mRNA viruses in them or whatever. And
0: if we lose this many people, but to them, maybe if they were able to provide a greater good later on, it's worth it, which is a really weird place to be. And who gave them that right to play God? Oof. Well, now we're getting into this whole
1: like for them, the, for them, I think we need to ta- discuss an underlying Philosophical worldview that most of them have, which is the world is being destroyed by humanity. And they are the only ones, because they're rich and successful, they're the only ones with the solution. Hmm. And for them, because the world is 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 large and it's getting corrupted by all these people, we need to reduce the population. So, from what I understand, most of the rich movers and shakers in the world. They have a common thread and a common theme and worldview that we need to reduce the population so that the world can survive. And apparently they're the only ones with the solutions to do that.
0: Which is interesting because Elon Musk is the only one I've seen that believes the opposite. He, absolutely. He's the one where – he's he's calling out the bullshit
1: and saying actually we don't have enough people. Correct. Because we if you look people. at the rise and falls of nations, almost every single nation today is going through – a human population recession.
0: Correct. Except for America, because we're importing all of these. Well, and the <laughs> idea is that you have to all import all these immigrants because if you didn't import, the country wouldn't have enough to. Sustain. Yeah, because we're not we're not having enough babies. Correct. Mm. So maybe that's why they're going after him. I mean, why? Again, we've had this conversation before, but why is Elon Musk on everyone's hit list? Because he's talking about the truth. Is he?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Well, well so so is this, has this guy been Clintoned? Has, has, no, has he been taken out? Has
0: he been Epsteined? Well, so I'm going to give you one more thing he said, because okay. this one is maybe the craziest one. So there in China, there is something called the Peking University Founder Group. His family is the second largest shareholder in this group. They are the ones that developed and developed the technology and software for Dominion. You guys know what Dominion is? Dominion is the voting software. Yes. Dominion, the voting systems. He said it's corrupt. Of course it is. And he said, "I know this because I literally own the company yeah. that developed." And they said, "No, you don't know what the hell you're talking about." He's like, "I don't know. I own the company. It's corrupt." No, you have no clue. You're you're a fucking racist, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, "No, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you <laughs> okay. something." i own the company <laughs> i own the company that made the software it's corrupt and he's like no 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 it's you... impossible <laughs> he's, like, what? he's like wait how more literal do i have to be we are the second largest shareholder in the company that developed the entire technology so what are you is what are you insinuating here <laughs> what do you say we are we are but mere comedians making social commentary on life <laughs> I think it's important for us to say that we are comedians because apparently, if you're a comedian, you can say whatever you want. Oh, we have free license to laugh. If you are saying it on Saturday Night Live in the context of humor, Mm. you can tell the truth. That's true. If you are a serious man and you say it on the internet, you're not allowed to say it anymore. So, we are but mere humble comedians. That's right. (laughs) Making zero dollars like your average comedian
1: (laughs) Uh, usually does. You know, it's you know, interesting you say that is that on main – because his words are not sanctioned mm-hmm. by the mainstream media bodies or the elites or whatever you want to – which actually, can we talk about that for just a second? Like I I call them elites because it's what everyone else calls them. But why do we call them elites? Hmm. Why don't we put them on that pedestal? Why don't we just say motherfuckers with lots of money? <laughs>
0: I think like, it's because, because they're not good people. S- they're not elites. I don't I don't feel like they're elitists over us or they're better than you or me. I Why think, do we call them that? I think something interesting happened over the last many years, five, ten years, is that they changed the definition of what it means to be rich. Before, mm-hmm. the, they always talk about the 1% and Joe Biden is always like, we're going to tax everyone that makes over $400,000. Mm-hmm. Right? That's his thing. And I made this little graph once before. And here is poor. Here is not that poor. Here's you. Here here (laughs) is $400,000. And here's them. Mm. Somehow they're putting a line right between Mm. everyone on the same side. Because there's this group right here, which is 99.99% of Everybody, you're not wrong. And then the rest who are making the decisions are so far they're not even on the graph. Well, yeah, there's them and there's the plebes. Correct, right? And they keep on calling the calling the rich, the rich, the rich. But really, we're all in the same category. Not wrong. We're all on the same page here. Not wrong. We need to stop fighting each other mm-hmm. because the reality is we're all on the same team. So I wanna I wanna sit on something you
1: said earlier, just as a side comment. You said who, who, essentially allowed these guys to have this power. Or or what, what makes them think that they have the 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 right to make these global policies in a lot of ways, or national or international policies that affect millions of people, but they're not even elected. Mm. So what happened there? Is it just because of money, power, and influence and that, that moves you up the up the, the, the triangle all the way to the top and so there, thereby through the fact that you have money, power, and influence, you have the ability to make these political, policy, global, international
0: decisions? Is that how it works? Or is it that those people have always been there and we are just now starting to recognize them? Oh, are you getting into like the forty-two families that run the world type shit? I mean, possibly. <laughs> Whatever. I right? don't know what number is. Because there's a group of people that you've never heard of mm. that are so damn rich that money is literally meaningless. Mm. Because if you have ten billion dollars, you can spend as much money as you want on a daily basis without ever thinking about it, and the next year you'll have more money.
1: You know, <laughs> and you actually, that's just how interest you actually
0: works. couldn't spend it. You could You could. You could spend literally every day buy a jet, right, and a yacht, and a mega jet, and buy an island, and buy a country, and buy a million. I don't know, whatever slaves. Exactly. <laughs> and next year you'll have more money. Yeah. So at that point, it's not money anymore. Money is meaningless to that's, those people. That's what we were talking about. You, this was. This
1: was. I, I want to unpack a little bit more of what you you talked about. You don't. You if you don't feel like you would have the moral capability to be an elite or be one of those mm. people because you feel like they would have to do unscrupulous things. They'd have to do unsavory things. They would have to do immoral things to to keep
0: that position. Is that what you're saying? I feel like I value individual humans too much. Mm, I almost would feel guilty doing some of the shit that they do. and even that thought or the hesitation of guilt is going to prevent you from getting there but but they're not thinking about the individual. That's what I mean. Mm. but I do, which is why I don't think I would ever get there. Even if I had the greatest idea in the world, I don't think I'd have the ability to get there. So you wouldn't ever you don't you wouldn't think that if
1: you were in a position where you could create a quote unquote life-saving, medicine Mm. that has been duly rushed through the process and maybe not having as much efficacy as as maybe the 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 testing has shown but you could stand to make
0: 33 billion dollars from it i don't think i could do it you don't think you could do it i don't think i could do it i think i would feel obligated to not Mm-hmm. I feel like I would feel obligated to tell the truth.
1: But don't you don't and you th- let people
0: decide on their own? But know? don't
1: you think the, over the the decades of building yourself up to that position, that influence, that role, that power, everyone's looking at you, everyone's saying, "Hey man, Matt, you're going to make this life-saving medicine and you're going to make the company billions of dollars and we're all going to win." Don't you don't you think that over, over time you'd eventually play the game? I would I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I would like to think that I wouldn't, but at some point, everyone's got a number and everyone sells out. Would I sell out? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But it's you just so said everyone's say, got a number. I mean, it's so easy to say because I'm not in that position mm. and this is all tugging cheek. Mm. But I would like to believe mm. that if I were given the opportunity to either save myself and make a billion dollars or save humanity, that I would save humanity. I would like to believe I'm that guy.
1: Well, you guys, in the comments below, you can let us know whether you think Matt is that type of superhero. (laughs) The the hero you never knew you wanted.
0: (laughs) So why does all of this matter? Right. And I've been thinking about it. And I've been thinking about this guy over the last few days because I don't know. It's just because this guy just popped out of nowhere into my feed. And obviously, we think a lot about Andrew Tate these days. Is he
1: still streaming, this Chinese guy?
0: Yes. He's got his own media network. Really? really yes g gnews g news all this stuff and of course he is a racist he is a um he's not a good person he's a rapist all of this mm, he's right. a philanderer he's a, a money launderer thing. he's he's also a member at mar-a-lago <laughs> <laughs> and he's not a pay-to-play though <laughs> and he's boys with steve bennon uh so he's part of the alt right obviously as well. well he became and something that he mentioned was that the most Chinese immigrants that come to the United States, they actually lead extremely right. Why is that? Because they've left the oh. ideologies that the right is fighting against. Mm. He said they make it seem like immigrants are all on the left. Mm. But if you really get to know the Chinese immigrants, they actually fled their countries they're actually more conservative and right-leaning than you think. That makes sense because they actually have real-world experience of what oppression looks like. Correct. They know what communism and mm. socialism looks like. They know what censorship of speech looks like. And <laughs> but, they recognize it. That reminds me of the
1: meme of the ignorant, unsophisticated college kid who's like, but they just haven't done con- communism right. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> Every time they try to do communism right – It always ends up in the same exact place, death and starvation. So I've been thinking,
0: why is this guy not in jail? Why is this guy still alive? Why is this guy still have the ability to speak his ideas into the world? And Andrew Tate is not.
1: That's an interesting question. I I think what you're what you're dropping in on is an interesting pattern that's emerging, though, Mm -hmm. is that as individuals get more influential and as they speak against the mainstream media narrative, as they talk on things that aren't sanctioned Mm -hmm. by the by the clown fiesta of social apparatus that we have around us and the talking heads, that they will begin to start chiseling away at their community their influence, their power, obviously their business and these types of things. So I'm wondering if he's going to end up being like Andrew Tate. They're just allowing him to say more things to sink, to, you know, create holes in his boat eventually. So they'll be able to snatch him or grab him away or just, you know, make him disappear or Clinton him someday.
0: I mean, they've been going after his money. They've been going after his reputation. They've been going after his community, etc. but they never put him in jail. Mm. Indefinitely, which is what Andrew Tate is in, right? Indefinitely in jail, But it's also because he's in America. That's exactly it. The number one, well, there's two things. And this is where I think Andrew Tate made a huge mistake. Mm. Number one is that this guy aligned himself with powerful people. He Mm. came to America, knew how the elites and the billionaires in China work and operate. And he said, I'm going to the U.S. and I'm going to make some powerful friends because I need back. He needs protection. I need protection, and mm. he did that. He became friends with Steve Bannon, mm. which is an inner circle of Donald Trump. Right, and when yeah. China came to get him, Donald Trump said, no, we're not going to send him back. Mm. They protected him, smart man. He also came and did it in the United States, mm. where you can't just make people disappear. You can you unless can, you're Clinton. <laughs> yeah, or if you are Epstein, <laughs> right? Epstein, yeah, yeah. But here in here in the United States, you can they can discredit you, they can cancel you, they can mm. try to go after your money like they did with Alex Jones. Oh yeah. But yet you're still allowed to have your speech and your voice, mm. which is the biggest difference between the United States and every other country. I agree. Is that freedom of speech really means freedom of speech? Which is
1: why the war on freedom of speech or the war on speech and this all the censorship stuff is frankly one of the scariest things that's happening in today's world, Correct. You know, and, and if I, if I may say, I think in some ways our podcast or your podcast here, us talking about this, is actually a response and a reaction to the fact that we do have a war mm-hmm. on speech. So it's almost as if we feel compelled, more compelled, to talk and discuss these
0: things because there's a war. It's our up. civil, it's our civil obligation to have these conversations mm. because it's our right to have these types of speech, right? I mean, in the Bill of Rights, you have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom freedom of assembly, and freedom to, I think they call it protest government, yep. right? These are the first things that were allowed in this country. And those are the most important. It's what separates the United States from everybody else. Yeah, the, this, first, the First Amendment's all about free speech. Yes. This is <laughs> why people leave their countries to come here. It's mm-hmm. not because they want to make more money. It's because they want those civil liberties.
1: You know, it's fast. It's fascinating that you, you talk about it like this because it's completely true. In other countries, they're not fighting censorship. They're not fighting freedom of speech as much, and the reason is is because they don't really have it. They don't have it. In America, we have this huge war going on, and you said this. You can't say that. You said this. You can't say that. You're offensive if you say this. Like there's all this stuff going on with the war on what you say – and the reason is, is because this is the most fertile ground for us to actually duke it out and fight it out, which sure. is actually a win, if you think about it in a positive way for America, is that we, this is the land where you can actually say, What's on your mind? You can are – you're 100% okay to be wrong. And if I take a joke from a comedian that I heard maybe a year ago, he said something to the effect of the First Amendment is that you can say whatever the fuck you want in America. But the Second Amendment is you should have a gun. You <laughs> <Like, he> should <laughs> back that shit up, bro. Like if you're going to say some wacky ass shit, you might
0: as well roll strapped. Let people have their bad ideas. Mm-hmm. Let them argue it and let the good ideas rise to the top. That's the idea of free speech, right? That people are allowed to have conflicting opinions, mm. and it's really concerning over the last two years that conflicting opinions were shut down. For example, did you hear that coronavirus from Wuhan is from Wuhan? Like, if we said that a couple of years ago, we would've been labeled
1: racists, misogynists, probably wife beaters. <laughs> <laughs> xenophobic xenophobic <laughs> right we would we would and, and, and at some level you probably hate trans people because mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. you said that exactly exactly <laughs> but we're allowed to have these conversations and it mm. took a while it took some time but here we are having this conversation mm. and that's the greatest thing about this country do you but but i have to pull push back on that because two years ago, we would have been censored. Correct. Two
1: years ago, we would have been demonetized. Correct. Two years two years ago, these, these videos would have been pulled from it. Mm-hmm. So are we celebrating a win just due to time and attrition? That it just, you know, two years ago we couldn't, but now, you know, life moves on and people move on. And now two years ago, two years to today, we can talk about it. Is that really a win? Or is that really
0: just us kind of just accepting the, you know, the, so, the paltry? So two years ago, we were told we need to shut up. Mm. now we're a lot of these conversations Mm. progressive this is what you call progress where something happens that shouldn't happen the way it should Mm -hmm. which was we we shouldn't have censored everybody Mm -hmm. but yet now we're rolling it back that's literally what progress is we made a bad decision as a society and we're getting better that's a good way of looking this is what progressiveness used to be Mm. which is we want more free speech It wasn't you have to believe in trans rights. That didn't used to be the progressive goal. Mm. But now, for some reason, it's to be a progressive means you have to accept what I believe. Mm. It didn't used to be that way. It's interesting how
1: progressivism has turned into more dictatorial kind of control. Yes. Whereas real progress is just like you said. Two years ago, we made a really bad decision. Now people are opening up and realizing it was a bad decision. We're okay to talk about mm-hmm. this freely, you know. And I think a lot of more people are waking up to this idea. That is, as you say, real
0: progress. This is what real progress looks like. You admit your mistake mm-hmm. and you do your best to recover from it. I mean, isn't that what that definition literally means? But here, here's,
1: here, but I, let me take the side of conservatives because mm-hmm. I saw a couple of I saw a couple of clips on this maybe a couple months ago. Is this whole amnesty mm-hmm. for the progressives? In that, yes, they shut us down. Yes, they censored us. Do they owe us an apology now? Should I mean okay, you yeah. just you uh, you brought it up? You no, said no, you said it. you know we made mistakes. Well, who made the mistake? I mean, we who know, needs but, to apologize? Well, prosecute Fauci. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag
0: trending. Well, right? he, he's been killing people for decades, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a really sticky place to be mm. because. Number one, why do the conservatives who called all this bullshit out early, why do they have to take the moral high ground? Mm. At the same time, it's called moral high ground for a reason. Mm. So where do you... I mean, you could be like, look, you were wrong, you were wrong, you are wrong. And obviously clips of people saying, you can't say it came from a laboratory. It's yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. the well, last two days. Right? Too everywhere. much evidence. Yeah, But how, how do you move on if that's what you focus on? So it's a really weird place to be because I know that there are a lot of conservatives out there that want to say, I fucking told you. Yes. Right? Yes. That's the mood of the country. I met some of those people. They're, like, really fired up. About of course.
1: They're pissed off. They're pissed. Yeah, they're upset. They're like, dude, y'all, like, you guys, I'm, I was talking with a guy out at a conference uh, is out in Vegas. We were talking about just travel because we're all traveling to Vegas for this conference. And he we was talking about just this issue of, like, how he was being yelled at by blue-haired people. And green-haired people you got to wear your mask you know you're not allowed to do x and you, you got to do you, you have to you, you can't come in the store and you, and you have to eat outside and he was he was really upset in this moment of kind of communicating this narrative over the last couple of years because he, he feels like they all owe him a massive apologies mm-hmm. like you make you guys made my life exceptionally harder for me i had to go you know I had to do all, jump through all these hoops. I had to do all these different things. I had to change my behavior so, because you guys were a bunch of pussies. You guys were scared that that my triple mask wasn't working. Like he – and I, I, I think he walks around, and this is unfortunate. I wouldn't know, but I, I don't know for, for a fact, but the way that he engaged with me, it seemed like he is walking around with a chip on mm. his shoulder. Mm. All the time. And I feel like he's always looking for a battle of like, I told you, motherfucker. Like, you were wrong. It's like, well, bro, what about moving on? Hmm. What about forgiveness? Hmm. What about – if you want to talk about the moral high road, the moral high road would be I forgive you. You made a mistake. Let's not fucking do this again. But the I think the thing that's missing is the let's not fucking do this again. Hmm. You know, I can say, hey, Matt, you messed up. I forgive you. You can say, Peter, you messed up. I forgive you. But until we actually – come to a shared understanding and alignment that
0: we probably shouldn't allow this shit to happen again. It's going to happen again. So with the amount of people that watch and listen to Andrew Tate, Mm -hmm. again, we keep on bringing him back, but we bring him back because I feel like he's really relevant. And I feel like he's relevant because so many grown men and because the media makes sound like he's having a negative impact on the youth, Mm -hmm. but I've had so many grown men, not just like guys, but like, really successful people in their lives comment and say, I agree with so much of what he Mm. says. I can, his words resonate with me in such a big way. Mm. I feel like I'm one of them. Mm. I've mentioned it before, but I feel like listening to him talk is one of the reasons I started this podcast Mm. because he said, get off your ass, do something even though it's difficult and uncomfortable. And I was like, dude, I want to do something that's difficult, uncomfortable. So I learned something brand new and I did it. Mm. right and i think he was the motivation behind me doing that which is why i talk about him a lot because i respect his words and and he's he's modeled for you kind of the hard work ethic that's required to be to do this type of stuff and i've had a lot of men tell me i was sitting on my ass for the last two years of covid this guy came out of nowhere Mm. showed up in my feed and this year i'm fucking productive Mm -hmm. You know, I've turned my shit around. I'm not sitting around watching TV, streaming Netflix all day, but I'm doing things now. And I'm like, oh, wow, (laughs) these guys are learning things from this. And they're picking and choosing Mm -hmm. what they want to learn from, which is what you should do when Mm -hmm. you engage people online. Mm -hmm. What is he going to do once he's finally out of jail? Mm -hmm. Is he going to come out and say, fuck the system, burn the shit down? Or is he going to be, do you know what? They were wrong. I forgive them. Let's move forward. And I think him making that decision will impact on how people go after what we're dealing with today. Mm-hmm. I have actually thought about
1: this, and I had sent you a video, uh, I think, either earlier today or late yesterday when I had finished it, but we're not going to talk about that. The, I, I feel like there are three outcomes for Andrew Tate. The first outcome is is that he can go super mahatma gandhi mm-hmm. martin luther king jr where it's all about you know um i've i've you know done my time i've come out a more peaceful you know whole i'm a whole human being i've met the spiritual jesus you know i i understand the world more effectively and i'm at 100% peace, no one can, you know, Eckhart Tolle type of stuff, you know, like, you know, Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi passivism, which could end up creating a really intriguing following. Hmm. So that's one one outcome. The second outcome that I thought about with Andrew Tate is he comes out angry as fuck. Yes. Like guns blazing, like look, motherfuckers. You try to shut me down. I'm, you know, you haven't seen my final form yet. Kind of Super Saiyan, right? He hasn't gone gold form yet. So the second is, is he could come out guns blazing, which is really aggressive, really, you know, really prickly. I would advise against. I would advise against that. The third, the third option. So there's there's the passivism, which is kind of an extreme. There's the overly aggressive. You know, I'm going to get revenge. Extreme. I think the middle ground is a a mature Andrew Tate, where he has now become a fuller human being, a wiser human being. But he and I, I believe this is the better route from that he becomes a monster of an industry maker, like a market maker, mm. like he becomes like a Gary Vee where he's he's like okay i can do this without all the webcam girls Mm -hmm. i can make swag and legitimate you know i can make legitimate businesses through this and i could see him becoming kind of like a a sultan of industry because he has this whole breadth of experience so i'm curious as to where he'll land whether it'll be on one of the extremes or whether it'll be a man who a man of maturity and a man of industry coming out what do you think
0: i think he'll come back with a more toned down message because i think think so i think he's a smart guy you think so and I, so he didn't start being so aggressive and extreme the first time actually I have this clip that's true actually that's so true the first he, was time, a little bit, he was a little bit more chill in the beginning when I first found him there was a, this is the first uh, podcast I ever seen him this is about a year ago can you go to the first first clip that uh, I've, I've marked out I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen this episode this is the first time I've seen Andrew Tate this is about December 2019 this was okay. before he blew up this guy and he knew that some of the things he was saying exactly. was supposed to be funny. Because
2: we came across your videos a while ago and... Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, Thank you. Finally. 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 Fucking God. Jesus. I, I was about to walk out the you door. You waited a long time for that. They I'm were sorry. fueling the jet. I'll have to tell him. <laughs> I will <laughs> slow <laughs> down. So so I just come, come up with the ego on there there. You have So sorry. Fine, so I am a dumb bitch. How can I... I like... It. Not I've never so listened to this lady before. ...so stupid and keep my husband. I want to keep him happy. And I think all the women listening to... They want to know the secrets to their relationship. I'll tell you the secrets. I'm writing them down. I'll tell you the secrets. Oh, Oh, yeah. Let me tell you the secrets. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. go ahead. I'm taking notes. I I don't think most women understand what men are looking for in general from life. Okay. And it's not just relationships. It's in general from life. I think, and when I say think, I mean I know that men are biologically designed. We're evolutionarily hardwired to seek status. That's what we want. Men talk about wanting money. You don't want money. You want power. You want power. You want status. You want the fast car. You don't care about the car. You want everyone to know you have the car and they can't have the car. Right. If everyone had a Lambo, you wouldn't want a Lambo. Right. 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 So we want status. Maybe that's so why we got rid of our Lambos. <laughs> there's just
1: too many
0: guys in Atlanta with Lambos.
2: Meaning the female we are with has to add status to our lives in some form. Mm. That's why we like beautiful women. Right? right. But a beautiful woman who doesn't behave and doesn't obey isn't really much status. Yep. So when we're looking for status, we want a beautiful woman who is compliant because it's unique and it's scarcity that provides value. So if you want to keep your man happy, you need to think, how do I make my man look better to the world? How do I make him look better in front of other men? You know what, if I were to just make him two coffees and shut the fuck up, (laughs) he's gonna look like the big G. And he's gonna be in love with me. That's what you have to do. He's laughing, he's
0: laughing. He knew. Does he know? I wonder if he's like making the shit up and he's just like, wow, that actually He knew this was funny. These are, this is a comedic podcast. They knew. That this was supposed to be funny. Okay. You know, this is December 2019. This came out, So this is before he I think went I know where you're super viral. So did, are you
1: saying that he made jokes yeah. about the, the extreme color commentary of women? Mm-hmm. And you're saying that he evolved and he just leaned
0: into it. Maybe too much. Because it got viral. And sometimes men get a little proud. Ooh, bro, right. you're breaking apart the Andrew Tate model but here, bro. I think he knew that a lot of it was funny, and in what he says, he drops gems constantly. He's great at the one-liners. He's great at dropping these gems of yeah, yeah, knowledge, yeah. and people are like, "Oh, fuck, that makes so much sense." People say it all the time. Pull up the second clip, will? The second was funny too.
1: I want to, I want to lean into this idea because he's snickering, man. Yeah, he knows. He knows it's he knows it's hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now the I don't whole wanna s- fuck know. me. So, yeah. duh. 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 so how can she,
2: how can she add, you know? And also too, I worry if I'm too submissive, will he not respect me? Nah, 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 no, respect? no, 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 no. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. He's, he's like, like, he's like with smiling with out of the corner That's of his mouth. Really. You can see. I, you know what? So many women say to me, you're so, Andrew, oh, you know what? You're so rich, but you're smart and you're actually very intelligent. And I know you'd get really bored of a, like a robot. And I'm sitting there thinking, bitch, I wish to God you were a robot. <laughs> shut the fuck up. We're talking about star signs? Oh yeah, I'm so glad. Tell me more about by Sagittarius rising, idiot. I don't give a fuck. Give me a robot. All men want robots. That's all we want. Yeah. Four wives robots, inshallah. Put the <laughs> put the up. put the on. Yep. What are you talking about? We don't care. Two coffees. Yeah. That's, that's it. It's yeah. nice and easy. There's yeah. no such thing as too submissive. There's no such thing. Yeah. I'm never going to look at this, woman. this guy. He's looking at his wife. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you. you do too much of what I say. I want to go get some disagreeable bitch. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> On see, one planet. But, Cover, let me tell you what you're saying. If there's truth to it, and judging by my husband's reaction, yep. listen, we've had world-famous comedians sit across from him. He's never spit coffee out of his notes like well, he just did for you. It's because it's it's like, you know what it is? Sometimes you see these videos of these guys that are lost, and then they walk into a church. <laughs> and then the, the, the preacher says like the exact right thing from the Bible, and the guy's like, "Oh my God, I, this is what I needed." I feel the same way right now. I feel like yeah. I love to hear that, friend. Yeah, I love to hear that. It, Thanks. It's you. really good to have you here. And speaking, so was this the moment? Speaking, if I could be, I don't know, uh, to borrow from them, I think you're kind of speaking the gospel right now. Well, you know? the truth is, you know what's crazy about all of this? Because when people attack my views, what they don't understand.
0: So this is I'm
2: describing this is the first dog
0: time dogs. I ran into him. And I thought he was funny. I thought he spoke really well. He had yeah. really interesting ideas, and he goes down a couple of the rabbit holes that he likes to go down as well, about society, mm. about control. He goes into all of that, but there's there's a playfulness to it, yes, that people missed. You know, I like that, and I this I liked re- I really liked this version of him, mm. where he knew, and people that were around him knew that some of the things he was saying. Well, it's being playful. Yeah. Right. And yes, he says bitch a lot. And the girls don't like that. But if you separate some of the harsher words that he uses, again, that's a comedian podcast. It's really funny. Yeah. We'll link it. That's such a fun. That's the best
1: one. I want to watch that because just like you you said, he has a playfulness. Mm -hmm. He almost has a youthfulness Mm -hmm. about him, a naivete almost, Mm -hmm. a newbie a newbie kind of aura around him where he's just glad to be there and to be part of the show. He's saying a little bit of hyperbole there. And when he's getting the reactions from the husband and wife couple there, you could see he's grinning through his mouth. Like he's like, Oh shit, this is working. Uh And so I'm, I'm almost wondering, like I, like I kind of insinuated earlier is that it's his early podcast like this, where he's like, wow, this message is working. Mm -hmm. And maybe if I lean heavier into this, mm-hmm. it'll continue to work. And I wonder if we've lost a little bit of the playful magic uh, that he used to have because he just He leans, ramped so, it up a he little. Did, you know, he didn't just
0: ramp it up. He dialed it up. Yeah. I mean, he went from zero to 800 miles per hour. Correct. But he wanted to get more viral. And mm. people who understand the internet understand that you need to take advantage of your viral wave fair enough right fair enough and he saw the wave coming he's like bro i need to ramp this shit up and he did and he went viral and viral and in the in the process he pissed off a lot of powerful people that's because he he didn't kiss That's because he didn't kiss enough rings correct he started calling out everybody and he's in romania Mm. doing all this and the romanian government's like this guy's making us look like shitholes like we can't control anything (laughs) right and all of a sudden a couple calls come in and he's in jail. Mm. Maybe he could have avoided it in a couple ways. Number one, he should have come back. Once he started getting really big, he should have come back to the protection of the United he,
1: States. He said, I, I've heard him say that he moved to Romania and moved out to Europe because he felt like the freedoms were better. Correct. Which is fascinating. And the
0: irony, obviously, is mm-hmm. clearly it's not better. You're arrested, bro. Yeah. I mean, I understand his logic. But I think it was slightly short sighted Mm. because although his freedom may be better in kind of being able to do whatever he wants, there's something about the protection of the United States protection of freedom of speech. Mm. If he was here doing, saying all those crazy things, he would not be in jail today because he would, people would be livid. If they just jailed them up for this type of shit. That's fair. Fair. And they held him for 30, 60, 90, up to what? They're called 180 days. Yep. And people with and people with nothing better
1: to do in their lives than to create signs and hang out in front of courthouses and jails. He would have a horde
0: of people that would be like, free Andrew Tate, free Andrew Tate. Correct. So I think he sh- when he started getting huge... Instead of going to Dubai, which is what he looked like he did, mm. which I get, that was a power play, align himself with with the Arab money, yep. get yep. the oil money, get more exposure. I understand that why he did it, but I think he should have come back here. Mm. I think he would still be on the internet. His following may even be bigger, probably, and he would definitely not be indefinitely in jail. He'd if he was stateside, he'd have access.
1: Let's be honest. America is the entertainment gravitational center Mm -hmm. of the planet. Mm -hmm. So for him to come back to America, he would have so much more access to all these podcasters and all these entertainment venues and entertainment companies. So that would have certainly been
0: the better decision for sure. So I wonder after he gets out of jail. He's a U.K. citizen, though, right? He's a U.S. citizen also. Is he? I watched a podcast. Yeah, I watched a podcast with. So he hired a U.S. attorney to help him. On his case in Romania, oh. she's the one that actually represented Justice Smollett and a bunch of other celebrity high high clients. Really? Yeah. So the guy, she's the guy who faked being out at four. Yeah, o'clock that's another story the for another day. But yeah, that guy. But she's familiar with these big high priority cases, okay, so she understands the game. She understands what's going on. Um, number one, she said she's been to Romania and they won't let her see him. So he has no due process. He's no. just in jail. He's just in jail and definitely no charges. so is it, it's
1: cuz there's a difference between jail and prison. Prison is where you go when you've been sentenced. Jail is like holding. I
0: think in Romania there's no difference. Okay. He's just in there. He's just in He's just in Prison jail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there indefinitely. Somebody needs to tell
1: us whether there's a difference between jail and prison. In America, There's jail is like holding. Like you're not hanging out with the, the really bad people. It's when you get sentenced to go to prison. That's when you're doing hard time.
0: He said She said that um, all their phone calls are recorded. Mm. That she's not allowed to see him. Which is crazy. That's that crazy. She's representing like, him though. You can't. Mm. That's how corrupt and crazy it is over there. Be glad you're in America, and um, and listen to that. Like, damn, America is the best place to be. It truly is, you know. Yes, things are weird. Things get crazy. Yes, cancel culture is out of control, but you can at least have a fair trial, mm-hmm. which is you start to see that, you know. More
1: and and more. you have truly, and I think this is kind of important for kind of the context of this entire podcast episode today, is that. We've been talking a lot about this idea of freedom of speech in America at the end of the day, no matter how much you might hate what you see happening out there, it still is the best place for freedom of speech. Best example ever, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Like it was a shit show from beginning to end. It was almost in some some ways a a dystopian just satire of our legal system. However – Above all that, did we get to hear the shenanigans on both sides? Do we get to hear about Amber Heard taking shits on bed because she's pissed <laughs> off, right? It, d- do we get to hear the freedom of speech? Do we get to hear her completely being wrong? Do we get to hear, you know, Johnny Depp calling his homies when they're hanging out in their car and they're just cracking? J- like, we still live in America, and so freedom of speech is one of, still one of the best parts about being here for sure
0: i would say the most important thing that Mm -hmm. we have here something that we don't we should protect at all costs Mm -hmm. and it's our right and our obligation to society to practice that Mm
1: -hmm. and i think the matt kim podcast is a perfect example of us exercising our right
0: to talk about whatever we want whatever the fuck we want i'll take it thank you everybody see you next time